Hi, this is Kendall Phillips, and you're listening to Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Please like us on Facebook, where you can click the anchor link to leave us a voicemail. You can follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. You can even email the show at StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. You can find our merchandise at tchip.com and by searching Stay Tuned. A big thank you to Jesus Perez for helping to set that up for us. And if you need any artistic help, you can look him up on Facebook at Ace in the Hole Signs and Graphics or Dirty Baby Original. And his website is aceintheholesigns.com. We are available on all major podcast platforms, including Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So please make sure to share, subscribe, rate, and review. We appreciate your support. Now, let's get into the show. That does sound like a lot of fun. The video is a lot of fun too. It looks like uh, yeah. she's having a good old time in her backyard, her small backyard on the video, anyway. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> that's our guest that you'll be hearing from today, Kendall Phillips, uh, former American Idol contestant, also a finalist on uh, 2010 and 11 uh, Country Showdown. Yeah, and uh, you can find her stuff at kendallphillips.com, and you know all the. Social media platforms are all on her site there, but uh, Facebook is Kendall Phillips Music, Twitter is at Kendall Music, and YouTube is Kendall Phillips. Um, so you'll be hearing from her in just a bit. Yep. Um, so Howie, uh, kind of quick rundown uh, some birthdays. I know we usually kind of get into this a little bit more when uh, we don't happen to have guests on, so we'll kind of do this as quick as we can. Mm-hmm. Um, Claude Monet, the famous artist. Um, Celebrating a birthday today, obviously, uh, posthumously, but um, uh, born in 1840 and died hmm. in 1926. Um, Prince Charles celebrating his 73rd birthday today. Good old Prince. Yeah. Condoleezza Rice, 67 today. Joseph Simmons, also known as Reverend Run, Run is DMC. 57 today. Yeah, How old from is Run he? DMC. 57. Okay. Yeah. Wow. He was really young then when he actually was... sixty-seven. Okay, I was just gonna say because fifty-seven, he was he was a phenom in the early '80s, so he would have been really young. Yeah, yeah, okay. I have these all wrong. Actually, now that you say that, <laughs> <laughs> Prince Charles is eighty-three. Condoleezza Rice is seventy-seven. Oh, okay. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, I'm I'm, a, I'm off a year on all these for whatever reason. A decade, you mean? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so so Run DMC is sixty-seven. Okay, uh, I'm sorry, Joseph Run, Joseph Run Simmons, um, Kurt Schilling mm. would be. Um, let's see if I have that one right. So he would be fifty-five or sixty-five. Now probably my math fifty-five. Is he would probably be. What year was he born? Sixty-six. Okay, so he would be. Uh, yeah, he would be sixty. Or I'm sorry, fifty-five. Yeah. Okay. Fifty. Yeah. Yeah, 55. Yeah, and then Travis Barker, the drummer from Blink-182, is 46. That one I'm sure I'm right on. Okay. Um, yeah, so sorry if I made anybody age more than they wanted to there. <laughs> or, or, yeah. put, or put Les, you know, whatever. I was well, going to say, I'd be okay if you dropped 10 years off of my, yeah. my, uh, yeah, exactly. my life here. 
So. Also, um, another historical event happened uh, on this day in 1970, Howie, and a very tragic event. Yeah. Um, the Marshall football team was on their way back from a game. I believe it was against East Carolina. Okay. And uh, the, the plane crashed, and uh, oh. everybody on board had died. Now, the whole team was on board, and I don't know the whole reasons behind that. And maybe they go over that in the movie. Uh, there is yeah. a movie made in 2006 called We Are Marshall that, that kind of documents this season and, mm. and the, you know, the ending of the season, unfortunately, with the plane crash. Um, but, um, yeah, that's something I haven't watched yet, and I think I'm going to put that on my watch list because um, it's kind of a pretty tragic event, and uh, oh my gosh, I wish yeah. I knew a little bit more about it, really, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh... – yeah, what a what a situation that took place where literally an entire team was lost, you know, yeah. because of a, a plane crash and uh, and sounds like uh, sounds like it was pilot error to uh, boot. So yeah, yeah, I don't know if he just uh, got his coordinates messed up or yeah, if the weather was bad. I, I really don't know the whole situation. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I might detail that a little bit more in the movie. Yeah. Um. So uh, that time of the year is coming up on us, Howie. <laughs> Uh, I know. Um, I was just, I was telling you before the interview, I was at Walmart yesterday and it's just blaring, blaring nonstop Christmas music. And it reminded me of, this is why I don't go into Walmart for, uh, obviously for many other reasons, but, yeah. um, but yeah, um, but I, I have to get my, my puppy, uh, her doggy food, you know, uh, Mm-hmm. And that's usually the best place to get it price-wise and whatnot. And I'm like, ah, I'll just go to Walmart real quick. And boom, there it is. Hearing all like the it. Christmas music. <laughs> but, but when the time comes, I'm good with it. You know, it give me right. give me at least until Thanksgiving. I don't know what you feel about it. But after Thanksgiving, if the Christmas music and the Christmas themes want to start popping up, awesome. Yeah. I'm all about it. No, I'm kind of the same way, and you know, I always feel like Thanksgiving gets a raw deal because uh, it's like Halloween's over, everybody's ready for Christmas. It's like, hello, there's another holiday in there. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's I guess Thanksgiving's more for the grocery stores to uh, advertise. I don't know. That's true. That's true. That is a big one for them. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I mean, there's really no. I, I think honestly, you know, the other holidays, kids can or. Um, stores can kind of monetize off of the kids a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but not with Thanksgiving, you can't. So yeah, True. they're like, Hey, let's just shoot, shoot right for Christmas and start making some money off these kids. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Um, but you know, there, there is some good that obviously comes with, uh, the, the holidays right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of those things is, uh, Kendall has released a free, um, EP to download on her website. If you go to kendallphillips.com, Yep. You can go there and you can download um I think she has seven different Christmas songs listed. Yeah, seven as I look at it. Yeah, including uh, this she has... one. And yeah, well, let me see here, including this one Okay. We get to well, it. it's uh it's uh, I'll be home for Christmas, walking in a winter wonderland, last Christmas, most wonderful time of the year, December lonely, white Christmas and and Santa baby. I've been an awful good girl, Santa baby. So hurt chimney tonight Santa baby she has such a good voice you know she does I don't know how we got so lucky Troy with interviewing some of these guests you know between yeah we between her Brandon Davis Seth Reed um, Jay, Jay Edwards I mean Wildfire. The, the wildfire. The list goes on it's kind of awesome Taylor Marie Wagner uh, Sarah Harrelson uh, yeah. By the way, who has some Christmas music coming out? Yep, I saw that. She has. I saw she was pushing that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, and you know, that's you know, for whatever reason, we kind of are, are we're stuck in that country genre with them people. <laughs> we're popular um, in Nashville. What can we say? Yeah. Um, but yeah, but we also have uh, you know Nick Knight and uh, Damian Bowen in in the hip hop genre mm-hmm. and uh, Sink In in the rock genre. Yeah. So um, we hit them all. We do. Even in the even in the uh, Spanish genre. That's right. I'm a yeah. I'm a realist. Yeah. yeah. So. So we're good. Yeah. We got everybody covered. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's free, and you can uh, you can listen to that on uh, her uh, Christmas EP. So. But yeah, speaking of um, um, 
Kendall Phillips, man. It, I mean, really, seriously, what a wait till you guys get to listen to this interview. It really is mind blowing in some of the stuff that she's experienced and has gone through and continues to go through um, just to con- just to survive day to day sometimes. Yeah. And let's not forget also, I mean, she not only was she into singing, she was into modeling. Mm-hmm. She's she's listed as an actress, so I'm not sure what she was acting in. I know we didn't um, have too much time. I to... forgot. I forgot. I forgot to ask her about that. And, I didn't uh, forget, I but it just was. It just couldn't come up at the right moment. And uh, I got you. Yeah, I, I definitely want to. We definitely want to have her on again and chat with her a little bit more about the acting and and what she went through. But uh, yeah, model, uh, actress, uh, singer, songwriter, author. And that's where I was just going to go next. She has a book that that's being released, Letters to the King. Yeah. And um, you'll hear at the end of this interview, we're actually going to, you know, after we're ready to wrap things up, you'll hear a clip of her latest song mm-hmm. called Send Me to the Grave that, that is not released yet, but you can actually get it for free by buying the book. Yep. Um, so you'll hear all that. So one more time, let me kind of go through her little spiel here, uh, KendallPhillips.com on Facebook at Kendall Phillips music on Twitter at Kendall music. And obviously you can find her on YouTube by uh, searching her name in there. Kendall Phillips, that that free Christmas album is on her website. And um, that's all we got. I think we should get into the interview. Most definitely. And uh, yeah, speaking of send me to the grave, we'll probably, we'll we'll try to play that uh, probably near the closing of our show. And uh, you'll get a good uh, taste of uh, what that new song is about. Really good, by the way, you'll, I think you folks will enjoy it. And uh, yeah, with um, with that being said, let's let's get into listening to uh, our interview with uh, Kendall Phillips. Enjoy. All right, and uh, welcome to uh, another episode of Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. And uh, we have another special guest this week. And uh, and just to give a quick uh, introduction here, uh, see here, she is an American country singer, and I'm just going to read off your Wikipedia here. Kendall, but uh, American country singer, songwriter, and actress, uh, most recently known for being 2010-2011 national finalist in the Colgate Country Showdown and a contestant on the 2006 season of American Idol. And uh, once again, uh, welcome, uh, Kendall Phillips. How you doing? I'm great. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, of course, of course. And uh, by the way, yeah, what is... uh, I, I always like asking people, but you actually had the opportunity to be on American Idol. Uh, did you see that as a, a positive thing for you uh, in regards to your career? Oh, goodness. Yeah. So when I did it, it was I was actually the youngest on the season. So that was back in 2006. And I it, it just did so much for me as far as I'm coming from a small town in Indiana where no one knew who you were. Sure. And it kind of catapulted you into this spotlight, which helped me get a lot of leverage at that time. But now that the show has gone on for so many years and, you know, I live in Nashville, you can't go around the, you know, grocery store without finding somebody who's been on Idol. And you're like, hey, I know oh, you. So it's I mean, yeah, it did a lot at the time. But mm-hmm. now you say, oh, you were on American Idol. It's like, yeah, so was I. And so was I. Like, <laughs> Who wasn't? Who was yeah, it, right? Exactly. Who else? It's actually weirder if you haven't been on American Idol. At this oh, point. geez. You live in Nashville, I feel like. Well, you know what's interesting <laughs> about Nashville, by the way? Um, I was actually in Nashville. Well, I've been to Nashville several times. And uh, the one time I was down on the, uh, the main drag there, and I ended up going into uh, one of the uh, bars, and uh, you happened to be singing on stage. And uh, yeah. And. Um, and it was kind of, and I'm shocked you don't remember me, so I'm hurt, you know, just so you know. <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you were singing on stage, and after you were done singing, you actually came down and uh, and introduced yourself and said hello. And uh, in fact, if I rem- and you even gave me your Instagram site right there and then, and <laughs> and I've actually been following you ever since. That's so, awesome. Yeah. I feel bad that I, I, I'm like, I, please, please, please people say I was nice because a lot oh, of, of times, like, and I want to say that time that that happened, what, when, how long ago was that? Oh my gosh. Uh, it was probably like, with what, 2013 or 13, 14. Um, 
No. Well, you know what? Actually, it might have been five, six years ago. Yeah. That's around that time. Yeah. So I'm like during that time. So I had when I was doing all the performances and stuff down that I was so stressed. Yeah. Because right in between getting my record label signed. And then I was also like I had all of these showcases. So some people were like, hey, yeah, we met you off stage. And I'm like, was I having a mental breakdown in the back? <laughs> that was probably what was happening. Did I have tears in my eyes? <laughs> uh, not at all. In fact, uh, I, we were, I was out on the sidewalk walking down the street and I literally heard your voice coming out of there. I'm like, wow, uh, I got to check out who this is. And, uh, and that's, yeah. And I went in there and it was obviously you and, uh, yeah, you sounded amazing. And, uh, and, and you're, and you seemed very, uh, sane at the time. So, uh, no, no tears. (laughs) I'm I'm so glad I just, I had, I met with somebody not long ago and they had said, yeah, we remember you back from that time. They're like, you were, uh, you were something. I go, I don't know what that means. It was just like, you just look like you had had a really hard day. I'm like, I probably did. I probably oh, did. Yeah, no, <laughs> you were. I'm glad that I didn't look like I was completely like out of it. So I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, we're joined by Kendall Phillips here. And uh, her website is kendallphillips.com. You can find her on Facebook, Kendall Phillips Music, on Twitter, at Kendall Music, and on YouTube with uh, her name, Kendall Phillips. Um, so Kendall, real quick, uh, before we get off the American Idol thing, two more things I want to bring up about that. Number one, you did get into the part that was televised a little bit, correct? Like the Hollywood yeah. round and stuff like that. Yeah. So I okay. went to Hollywood and I competed out there and then I got like, obviously the boot right before they do the, like, um, the live Oops. round or like the, the battle, not the battle rounds, but where it was like the dog where Randy would be like, Oh, this is my dog. Kate. <laughs> oh yeah. Dog yeah. 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 <laughs> I got cut before that, mm. but I, I did get to, I was in Hollywood and I got to compete in those rounds and everything out there and got sent home crying, which uh, <laughs> was fine. Did you, get, did you get to meet any of the, any of the judges that were stars? I guess that would have been Paula, Randy and Simon at that time. Yeah, right? I met, I met yeah. all of them. Uh, Simon Cowell was actually the reason I went to Hollywood. So that was really awesome. Oh. Paula mm. loved me. Simon really loved me. Um, but Randy was like, you know, dog, I'm just not sure. I'm on the <laughs> fence about this one. And I'm like, come on, Randy, give yeah, it to right. me. Just not feeling it, dog. Right? He wasn't feeling it. But it's okay. When I went back, so uh, Simon Cowell had said, because I was really young when I first did it. He goes, I believe in like 10 years, you're really going to be an artist to watch. Hmm. So I got invited back to Idol 10 years later, and I went and I competed in front of um, Harry Connick Jr., Keith Urban, and Jennifer Lopez. And they, Keith and Harry both loved me, and J-Lo didn't like me. So I was like, you know what? I just, I can't win. I can't win. It's okay. Oh, man. Yeah, it's it's fine. That's the second part I was going to go to this is reading up the, um, it says, uh, you were in uh, Chicken Soup for the American Idol Soul. What was that all about? Yeah, so I, I actually, they, I didn't uh, know that I was going to be in it until my mom came up to me and she just sat me down one day. She's like, so don't be mad. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> wh- why? What did you do? What's going to embarrass me? Because I was still in high school. Yeah. And she goes, Oh, I may have gotten you into Chicken Soup for the American Idol Soul. And I was like, the book? Okay, but why? (laughs) And it turns out American Idol loved my story because I have Tourette's. And so I really deal or I say I dealt with that a lot as a child and everything. And I still do as an adult, but now I just don't care. Um, But as a kid, it was really hard. (laughs) Um, and so I, you know, dealt with that. And then right before I went on the show, I was involved in an accident where I had mm. uh, paralysis from the neck down. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So I didn't know if I would be able to go on the show. It was just a fluke accident. It's called central cord syndrome. It's like when uh, football players get hit in their spinal column, yeah. like their, their cord swells up. And so I had had that and I was in the hospital for a week. I was like home hospital bed, all of that stuff for a long time afterward. Um, and still like even today I have some, I don't know, like tingliness, if sure. that's but I mean, really that's seldom, seldom happens. Um, but it was, uh, it was just 
kind of a fluke accident. So I had to overcome that. And my mom was like, it's inspiring. I'm like, mom, it's embarrassing. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear about this. But um, anyway, so I got put in that. Uh, it, and I can't remember what it was titled. I think it was like, God had to have a reason why or something is what my story was. But basically, it was like from my mom's perspective, when she would tell me, because I as a kid, you know, was so upset. Why do I have Tourette's? Why do I look, you know, I had buck teeth looked really funny and all of that. She's like, well, God gave you such a beautiful singing gift. So he had to make it fair for the rest of the kids. I'm like, mom, what a line. (laughs) Wow. Sounds like we know who uh, your biggest fan is, huh? Yeah. Anyway, so the editors loved it. I was mortified, but it's cool. It got put in the book. And- okay. well, that is that is a really cool backstory, though. And, and you know, looking into you, I mean, obviously, I don't, I don't have that book. Um, but I didn't. None of this other stuff is kind of listed in any of your bio or wiki or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I, that's pretty cool that that you're willing to kind of talk about that now with the Tourette's and I mean, the paralysis deal, that's kind of a scary thing. Like, you had to be, like, like, was there a pretty good prognosis on that right from the get-go? Or were they kind of worried that... No, they didn't know. They So, Indiana, we have a... Uh, like Riley Children's Hospital, which is a really big hospital. And so the neurologist there is the one that actually ended up diagnosing me. And okay. uh, it was, I mean, it was just scary. Fortunately for me, mm-hmm. I was in a lot of pain. I was on so many pain medicines that I uh, don't remember. Hmm. But it was really bad for my parents. <laughs> so, sure. So, I mean, there's uh, nothing, nothing worse than a parent seeing their child and knowing there's nothing they can do to help them, you know? But I mean, I was in so much pain. I do remember, like, I would, because your spinal column, like, your nerve is, is clamped. And I was just having mm-hmm. shooting, shooting, horrible pain. And I would chew through toothbrushes. So they would, like, just give me a toothbrush so that I wouldn't, like, crack my teeth or anything and I was just literally they give me plastic toothbrushes over and over and I would just chew through them and bite down on it oh my until gosh. it it would like yeah it's they're not fun at all so I do like I do have some memory of that but um yeah I don't know and the Tourette's thing it's I've lived with it my whole life mm-hmm. I now I don't care like now it's just sort of a meh you know it's a it's something that I live with yeah. and I'm aware mm-hmm. of it but it's not something that I feel like is a hindrance anymore or, you know, and if people I'm like, I make fun of me. So like, <laughs> I, forget, I forget what the meme was, but it's like, you want to hurt my feelings. I hurt my own feelings. I have anxiety. Like, come yeah. on, what are you talking about? So, I mean, that's one thing that I'm grateful. Like age has given me perspective on, but yeah, uh, I was just going to say too, you were talking about like with Tourette's and anxiety, uh, was was that a tough thing to deal with when you were actually on stage performing in front of those judges with American Idol, uh, especially what you were at 16 years old when you were yeah. there? How like knowing knowing you had issues with it back then, especially how how were you able to keep it in check when you were there? Well, funny enough, that's kind of one of the reasons why I love singing. When I sing, I don't have any threats. I don't oh, have any tics. I was just gonna say that. It is, very common and they don't know why exactly it is why people who have Tourette's don't have them when they're Mm -hmm. singing. Um, and I'm one of those. So when I was singing, it wasn't a problem. It's just when you're standing there on stage beforehand and I had like horrible, horrible issues with it. So that was really tough to kind of work through and just sit there and like, like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't Mm. do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) Well, that's, I remember there was another contestant that made it in the top, 12, I think, on Idol a couple years after you, I believe. Was it James? Um, uh, I think, I don't know why Corbin's coming to my mind, but I don't think that's right. But what, any, anyway, he had a really bad stutter. And it was the oh. same thing. As soon as he started singing, it, you, you couldn't tell. There was nothing. Yeah. He, like, But then, then he would interview him after he was done singing, and he'd be stuttering. Mm-hmm. And it's just amazing to me that something clicks in your brain. Obviously, not that you're trying to do it, but just, you know, yeah. just and naturally. I, I yeah, I don't know why that is. And so stuttering is similar, too. And they're like, they don't know why. It's <laughs> it's so bizarre. That's a cool thing. That's that's really cool. And I'm glad you're willing to talk about it because there'd be people that, you know, and I'm sure you were at one point, like, kind of ashamed or embarrassed to talk about it. But it's a really cool thing because it's it's something that many people suffer from. Yeah. So and why not be a spokesman for it? I just so 
even as an adult, I want to say maybe a year ago, I found out David Beckham has Tourette's. Oh, get out. I was shocked by that. And I was like, well, uh, okay, why didn't you come out and say something about it? Yeah, when, you know? right. I mean, I, I do. And I, if I see, especially if I see little kids that I notice have it and their mm-hmm. parents are like, I can tell that situation. I'll just come up and say, listen, I have it too. Mm-hmm. It gets better. You'll be fine. You know, That's just awesome. kind of a, like a, Hey, you're hang in there. You'll be okay. I promise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would imagine so. And, uh, you also mentioned too, that, um, you know, you mentioned kind of like your age, uh, you're celebrating a pretty milestone coming up, aren't you? Oh, yeah, I'm getting old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting old. Oh, uh, well, hey, <laughs> you're talking to older. All right. So it's all good. You're um, getting yeah. to the spot now where you can start doing the 29 plus, right? Yes. There you yes. go. Yeah. Twenty nine with with one year experience coming up. With yeah, one year experience. Although I've been doing that <laughs> since I was twenty one, twenty two. So I <laughs> it's just people are like, How old are you? I'm like, how old do I look? That's the <laughs> you, uh, see such a how loaded question, right? Yes. So, but I mean, in all honesty, you do look like you're in your mid twenties, uh, mid to earlier twenties. If that helps. You're holding off on the age really well. There you go. Yeah. And um, are you? Are, <laughs> I said I can't afford Botox, so we'll just go with it. Are you planning on doing anything special for your 30th? Uh, well, unfortunately, like my my birthday is like right between Christmas oh, and New Year. Yeah. So there's really not ever a good opportunity to do anything. But I think for New Year's, we're going to New Orleans. So that'll be fun. Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. That'll be exciting. So we'll kind of celebrate then. Um, I don't know if any of my friends, because everybody goes home. Nobody like grew up in Nashville who lives in Nashville. So everyone goes home for the holidays. Yeah. So I don't know if anyone will actually be in town to celebrate my birthday. <laughs> but if not, it's cool. I'll just sit on the couch and watch a Hallmark Channel movie. Oh, jeez. <laughs> hey. I mean, like, you're bringing in your 30s. You got to like do it right. That's right. right. Yeah, that's right. You had a perfect, you had a perfect transition there. You know, people going home for the holidays. And uh, right now on your website, you have a, a free EP with some singles you can download, um, you know, donation if people are willing to, whatever. Um, but the first song I see listed there is I'll Be Home for Christmas. So, uh, yes. <laughs> I love it. So, so funny enough, that song, I had tried to, uh, when I first moved to Nashville, I wrote like a new song called December Lonely. Mm-hmm. And I was going to record and release I'll Be Home for Christmas. And I just didn't get around to it because I released that other song. And so this year I was like, that's the one I want to put out. It's going to be the first one on my EP. And my dad calls me today and he goes, I listened to the EP. He goes, every song is great, except for I'll Be Home for Christmas is absolute garbage. And I'm like, what? He's like, no, I hate it. I hate it. I'm like, are you kidding? That's my favorite song. And he's like, nope. Ouch. Does he want you home for Christmas? (laughs) Right? I'm like, see if I see you. Yeah, right? Wow. That's great. I know, but he's like, he, I mean, it's fine. He's just like, no, I, I'm like, are you sure you don't like that? He's like, no, I, go, I love that uh, one. That's my favorite. That's why I put it first, but oh well. So, so you from, I was just going to say from the time you've been 16 to where you are right now, what do you find as your biggest accomplishment in the uh, music industry? Uh, well, I would say probably I sang at the Ryman Auditorium twice, which was really, really, really cool. Yeah. But I'd say as far as like, quote unquote, accomplishments, I played out by you guys because you're in Pennsylvania. Yep. Correct. correct. You're at my Sud- Sunbury or Sudbury? Sunbury. Sunbury, yeah. I, yep. have I have a key to your city. No way. Well, we're yeah. not We're not in Sunbury. We're not in Sunbury. Yeah, but, but we're, yeah, yeah we're, we're, you have a key to Sunbury though? I do. Wow. I I got a key to the city, which was really cool. But um, I was touring because Pennsylvania was the first state to give my single number one on country radio. So I toured a lot out there. Very cool. And I I can't remember if it was that music festival or if it was the one or 
shortly after that, but it was the first time that I was on stage and like, not just one person, but the entire audience was singing my song back at me. Oh and God. I was just That's like, so cool. the coolest <laughs> moment of my life. So I would say, I mean, it was just that. I mean, it wasn't like a huge, I mean, stadium or anything, but it was, I'm like, this is at least, you know, a few hundred people yeah. who know yeah. my song. Yeah. Really- yeah. We're actually, uh, uh, we're, we're about 30 minutes outside of Hershey, Pennsylvania. Okay. Yeah, I've out there. Okay, and uh, and about two hours from the Poconos, which kind of leads me to the uh, next question. You all, you actually wrote a song, "My Heart Belongs in the Poconos." Oh yes. What is <laughs> yes. that about? It was just, so I was going through a bad breakup. Okay. Uh, I dated a guy out there, and he was just he couldn't handle the fact that I was on tour uh, mm. all the time, and uh, you know didn't just didn't like that and I was on I was still busy touring and I'm like oh I I feel like my heart belongs in the Poconos and so I wrote this song and I was just like all in my feels and I put it on Facebook or Instagram or no I put it on YouTube and then Mm -hmm. Facebook and I woke up the next day and it had 92,000 streams oh my gosh and I was like what no 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 how (laughs) and so yeah it had a lot of people view it and I was like this is crazy to me so yeah uh, it I played it all over the Poconos, and actually, that was one of the songs that people were singing back to me. I'm oh, like, this is awesome. that is so cool! <laughs> we just had a we just had a guest uh, by the name of Seth Reed, and uh, what about three weeks ago, Howie? He played there. Yeah, he or was at even. Sunbury. Yeah, he was playing oh, wow. up in Sunbury. So yeah. that's pretty crazy. That, that is Sunbury must be hopping it up there. <laughs> well, they, I can't remember what the festival Riverfest, right? River Festival. Okay. Yeah, uh, I can't remember what right. he said. Yeah, I think he was just playing at like some local. Um, he had a gig, yeah. Yeah, like a gig at some bar out there. All I remember is that they had a cake with my face on it, and I judged uh, Sunbury Idol or something. Oh, and wow. I got, did that, and then when I played the show, they brought me on stage and they gave me a key to the city. And I was like, I'm <laughs> like, why do I get a key to the city? Uh, I'm not, I don't even know why, but it was so cool. Yeah. And maybe uh, they're looking, maybe they're looking to raise their population. They like want you to move there or something. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> That's right. So That's are you definitely. able, are you able to uh, do this, what you're doing right now? Full time. Is this your full time gig? It well, I mean, it was okay. Well, yeah, COVID, COVID. Yeah. COVID, and unfortunately, my knee. I still cannot stand and oh. play a set. Like I can't stand mm. and hold my guitar. It's like, and it's yeah, it's tough. I got a slimmer body guitar. I got the new Fender Acoustasonic, uh, and it's really great. But mm-hmm. it's still, it's just, it's tough. Uh, but that's okay. I'm figuring <laughs> things out, and okay. hopefully, within the next year, it'll all kind of work itself out because i used to either be a full-time touring musician or and i modeled a lot so it's kind of a it's a learning phase for me yeah. um but it's okay i'm well, i'm writing a lot of music <laughs> well, speaking of covid i do have to play this real quick and i definitely need to hear some feedback from you on this one COVID-19, keep your distance from me. COVID-19, you wreck everything. So, uh, come on now. What was that all about? Well, for one, I was post-knee surgery. And see, you couldn't actually see. In that video, I had my entire leg from my thigh to my ankle was like in this giant apparatus for my knee. I had tubes running through with like a cooling machine. So I was very high on pain meds. (laughs) Oh my. That was part of why I thought this was like the best idea ever. Was because... (laughs) A lot of medication on board, but that said, I was just like, you know what? Let's try to make people laugh. It's, yeah. it's a tough thing for everyone. Why not smile? Why not laugh? And then now, when I look back and I see it, I'm like, was that a great idea? I don't know. <laughs> it's a hilarious video, though. It's perfect for the time. You know, I, I just, mean, as far as the yeah. being light, you know, and just fun. <laughs> that and people were hoarding toilet paper. I just remember. <laughs> I know. I'll never understand yeah, but, that. 
I will never understand that at all. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, the whole thing with that toilet paper or the virus, like. As far as I knew, like, uh, you know, diarrhea or anything like that wasn't really a symptom of the virus. So <laughs> how toilet paper became this big thing, I have no yeah. idea. Like, what, I, I just, I don't understand. It was, it mm-hmm. was something special. And I just, I remember too, like, some of my friends were in a group message and like, hey, how many rolls do you have? Do you have paper towel roll? How about we trade you this, this for toilet paper? I'm like, are we really in a bargaining tool? Like the toilet paper is toilet paper, the new currency. Should I just, you know, forget Dogecoin it, and it's a yeah, I know it almost seemed like it I was going to take over invested in Charmin. Had I known. Yeah, right? I, know. I um, know. Yeah. I remember standing, I was actually in line at Chipotle. Um, this was probably in January before the whole virus went off. And um, I had heard a gentleman in front of me on the phone talking about this virus coming up. And then next thing you know, he's like, well, like, he's like, what are their, what are their letters on the stock exchange and stuff like that, whatever. So all of a sudden he like pulls out his, 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 uh, I guess he had two phones cause he was on the phone on his head. Oh no, he's probably on his headset on the one and doing a data on his other phone. And he starts like typing in like the different, um, mass companies and stuff like that. When mm. he, and I guess he started like buying stocks or masks and all that kind of stuff. So he must've found out like that these masks were going to be a big, huge deal. <laughs> so yeah, if only so, I yeah. had that site yeah right yeah i know instead uh, i made a corny video <laughs> <laughs> i'm looking at your pupils i can't tell if they're dilated or not on the uh yeah, video <laughs> from you being drugged yes. up yes so, <laughs> so I, I i love your bio on your website uh you love music animals and cookies um, oh, yes. in that order <laughs> yeah. you know it, it changes from day to day yeah. <laughs> but um, I really do. I love cookies. I love baking. And actually, before COVID happened, my mom and I had a bakery. Um, I started it and then she kind of took over when I went on the road because hmm. when I was trying to fund my first DP, I sold cookies to pay for it. Wow. So I like started this cookie baking company. I was like, well, I need money for my record. So how am I going to do that? So I started this little bakery in Indiana. And unfortunately, COVID and everything shut down the storefront that we had. But oh, uh, it's, oh. uh, you know, but I love cookies. Like this is my season, Christmas season, holiday season. Baking cookies is my like wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. I make cookies every year. It is just, and it's it become now that my knee hurts, it's less fun than it used to be. But I could stand on my feet for hours and just bake cookies and eat cookie dough mm-hmm. and. Oh, so <laughs> is there a timeline for you getting back on your feet in regards to your knee well and i've been to the surgeon and unfortunately he's like you're probably as good as it will get for a while um unfortunately i my insurance is not paying for physical therapy mm. so everything is out of pocket and i'm doing the best i can like i've got an exercise bike at home i take water aerobics classes and but the fluid buildup that's on my knee is so bad that it swells up anytime oh, I do anything. Um, but to get that removed causes more scar tissue and it, then it kind of becomes a cyclical thing. So it's yeah. kind of tough. Uh, I like, I have a cane that I walk with that it, it helps when my knee either gets too tired or if I face plant, at least I don't go down. So that's, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh <laughs> and I have a taser cane. What? So really? A cane with a taser on it, yeah. So that's uh, kind of fancy. Yeah, right. That's a cool idea. Did you did you feel like you needed that or? Well, yeah. So unfortunately, I live in Nashville, and there was like a a run of abductions that had happened lately, and I had had these guys try to get me in their van a while back. So I was like, you know what? My brother's like, you need a taser cane. You need a taser cane. I was like, okay, I'll get one. And now I'm like obsessed with it, and I'm just like. Oh my gosh, tell me, like, what, what happened when these guys tried to get you in their van? Well, fortunately, I was on the phone with my dad, and it was broad daylight. We have a walking path, and these guys just pulled their van onto the path. And frankly, I don't know how they didn't damage their car doing it, because it's a strict path to walk on, and it's got, like, dividers in it. Yeah. But they pulled up, and I just heard someone shouting at me, and I was like, whoa, whoa, there's a car here. And I got into the grass and this guy was like, get in the car, get in the, you know, yeah, yeah. Car. And I in the back, like with the slider, like was, I could tell if I had gotten close enough would have 
come to try to get me, but then somebody came the other way and they sped off and went around. So my dad, I hung up with him. I called 911. And then when they came back, they tried it again, but then the 911 operator was on the line. So they Mm -hmm. at least heard everything. And, um, I mean, they didn't ever succeed, but still now, every time I see a car that looks like that, even though they didn't get caught, I freak out. Oh, I don't blame you. In my neighborhood in Nashville, I mean, live in East Nashville, which is a beautiful area. Like you can walk downtown from Mm -hmm. my house. I'm the second woman that that exact same thing had happened to. And during that week, I want to say I was the fourth attempted abduction. Wow. Oh, Um, my gosh. They just recently did a big with the FBI and I think Homeland Security, maybe it was. They just did a big uh, trafficking ring bust here in Nashville where they arrested like tons of people and uh it's yeah it's who would have thought yeah it's it's a it's a big uh problem i think here and usually you think that they would take place at nighttime like yeah sure they do not care apparently so i guess what could be scary is how many people have been abducted and not even known no yeah exactly so it's I don't know. I just, I think, and that's what they say. They think it's, um, one of my girlfriends is a bartender downtown mm-hmm. and it's just so many of the bachelorette parties and stuff. You go out, you're drinking with your friends you yeah. call yeah. Uber, and then the car comes and gets you, but your girlfriends stay out thinking that you've been Ubered home and then they don't realize until you get home. Oh, well, she's not here. Okay. Well, maybe she's met a guy and they're out together and then they don't realize until it's too late and she's already gone that that's happened Mm -hmm. so it's oh wow yeah it's a a little scary you know underbelly of nashville i mean don't get me wrong nashville is a great wonderful safe town Mm -hmm. for the most part but it's also one of those towns that you it's becoming a problem and you definitely have to kind of keep your guard up when you're out and make sure that you have someone with you who will make sure that you, right. you know, go home together. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I live in the middle of the country, you know, and, um, you know, at nighttime when I go for a run and it's sad that we even have to think this way, but I'll go for like a three mile run or whatever. And I'll have a gun strapped to me you know, when I go for that run, because I just don't trust people. Uh, and, you know, people can just be complete idiots. And obviously what you just experienced is uh, proof of that. So. Yeah, it's, it's, it just, it's dumb. I mean, and some of the stuff that we, we just recently had uh, a woman abduct uh, at my grocery store, which, I mean, it's a Kroger. It's a nice, really yeah. nice, it's still during the daytime. Um, and she, she was a pregnant woman with her one-year-old in the back and they abducted car with a baby in it and you're like what are people thinking but um you know the mayor got on and he's like i don't know if it's because of covid that we have a higher crime rate that we're seeing Mm -hmm. or if it's just the fact that this is such a booming area because austin kind of experienced a similar uh issue when it started to have its population boom so i don't know (laughs) i just know i I guard up and now I have a taser cane. <laughs> <laughs> so how does that wow. taser cane, is the taser at the end you said? Yeah. So it's at the end. It's got a button, like a trigger, like you would with a, a gun, but yeah. it, then it, it shoots out the volts and it like, and it's got the taser part of it is about that. Oh, it's about a foot long. So a foot of the bottom part of the taser is, so you can hit it like a baseball bat. Oh. So you don't, or you can hit it in the front, but either way, it'll keep them at a distance. Okay. Wow. I've never had to use it. Uh, I have uh, almost threatened my brother with it. (laughs) Come on. You guys got to have one of those drunken nights where you're like, hey, let's try this out. Right? That's literally kind of how it happened. They're like, hey, you want to see my taser cane? And people do until they hear that like shock. And they're like, nope, I don't. You need to keep that away from me. I'm like, come on. It'd be so fun. You tase me. And then I'll, well, no, I'm not going to let you tase me. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, yeah, good insight there. And nice to know, you know, if you're planning on visiting Nashville, just kind of make sure you're with somebody that you can trust. And, uh, Always just kind of keep your eye out. Now I know why Howie wants me to visit there so bad. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, it is, it's an incredible, incredible area. It's just one it of those is. that because it's got so much tourism and so many people coming in, it's made it an easy target. And mm-hmm. frankly, from what they said, the people who are doing the, like committing the crimes aren't actually Nashville, Nashville residents. They're coming right. from out of town. They're just, you know. Just the opportunity. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's an easy spot, you know. You know, their wits are good, not evil. Yeah, I always tell Troy, it's like, man, you don't know what you're missing out in Nashville. It is, it is really a cool scene when you just walk down, uh, down that music. Is it Music Row? Is what it's called. Uh, so we have Music Row, and then we have Broadway. Broadway's where they've got all the the music, the live music. Yeah, and- yeah, it's Broadway, and like, yeah, just walking down Broadway is just amazing. Just, just going in and out of the different places and all the different artists playing. It's just. What a cool scene, you know? Oh, it is. When's the last time you've been to Nashville? Uh, two years ago. Oh, gosh. So, yeah, it's changed. So they just uh, put new. It's called Fifth and B. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's right across from the Ryman. And it is so, so, so cool. Really? It is so cool. You have to come back. Yeah, it's uh, it's like an adult food court. So it's got like they have bars. They have all oh. the food you so they have like Hattie B's, Princess Chicken, like any kind of food you could want is in that like arena. But okay. they also have live music up oh, there. Oh wow, the time. perfect! So cool, and it's just one of the coolest rooftop bars. They've got a huge stage that you can see all the way down Broadway. Um, it's it's just a really really nice spot. Yeah, that does sound watch. really cool. Yeah, that yeah, I'm I love it out there. So I have no doubt I will be out there in the near future. So. Looking forward to it. Well, now you need so to you... join us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Howie, can you adopt me? Sure, I can do that. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once again, we're joined by Kendall Phillips, uh, KendallPhillips.com, uh, Facebook, Kendall Phillips Music, Twitter, Kendall Music, and on YouTube, obviously, Kendall Phillips. Um, Kendall, let's talk a little bit about your uh, your book you have coming out. What's What's that all about? I'm so excited. It is called Letters to the King. Um, It's a historical fiction. And it's, yes, it is a romance, but I uh, am such a history nerd that I just wanted to write something that could have happened, but I can't prove it happened. Um, (laughs) So Shetland is an island north of England. Mm -hmm. And it had in like, I want to say the 1990s, this kid accidentally cracked a tomb and they found like all this kind of buried treasure there they don't know why they don't there's no explanation for this and they didn't really like look into it that much because i just there was truly no way to explain it so i kind of based a book off of what i thought could have happened to lead to that okay um so it's uh it kind of takes place part part way between 1600 and present day between the people who are uncovering this and the life of the people that led to this. So it's a, it's kind of an interesting little spin on it. Uh, if you're a fan of like outlander, you'd probably like it or even Bridgerton. Okay. It's not as, it's not as like Bridgerton esque. It's not very uh-huh. Harlequin style, but it's definitely historical fiction. That's awesome. And, and did you pick up anybody to publish it or is this self published? It's self-published right now. I had had a uh, like a literary agent that I was working with, and due to COVID, her boss retired. So she's like, "Listen, I'm taking over his position, and you are the last signee. So we're I don't have any room for you." She's like, "Come back later." I'm like, "Cool," but I'm also like, "Okay, I don't want to come back later. I want to just get this out there." So I'm yeah. putting it out myself, and uh, I've got the pre-sale stuff going on right now, and then it'll still be available for download. Uh, you know, it's called Letters to the King, and okay. I'm just I'm so excited that it's finally, like, seen the light of day. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, well, good luck with that. I can't wait to see that. Well, thank when, you. Yeah. When did, when did you start that process? I started writing it in 2010. Oh, wow. So it's been, wow. Yeah, it, it's been a very, very long time. But the amount of research that had to go into just the history side of things to make, I mean, and I get it. It's not like it's, it happened, but I wanted it to be something that people who know history weren't like, Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, well, that's so far fetched. (laughs) (laughs) But also when I was touring, when I was recording and doing all of that, it just took most of the time that I had to dedicate to it. So Mm -hmm. kind of with COVID, I sat down like, I'm finishing this, I'm getting it done and I'm putting it out there. Yeah, and uh, and I'm sure with your bum knee, you're not getting up and about as much as you would like. So why not? You know. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. So so where can they uh, if they if they want to pre-order it or order the book, where can they go for that? 
So they can look. So my website, kendallphillips.com has a link to it. Also, uh, letters to the king.us. Mm. Um, unfortunately, the dot com got bought up and I was so mad. And I think it was I mean, it was a company that held it for ransom. And I was like, well, I'm not paying you for that. So I'll just <laughs> I'll just do the US. It's fine. Okay. I don't really care. Um, but letters to the king.us or there's a Facebook page and an Instagram page. It's just LTTK book mm-hmm. um, letters to the king book uh but yeah i mean if they're interested and they want to see it i've got on the website i have the first three chapters that people can read and see you know what it's about there's the option to order it and uh yeah it'll i'm hoping the goal is so that they will be in by christmas uh mm. time hopefully but the i don't control how quickly they get printed so right <laughs> it's in the air okay did you get any copies yourself yet so i have all the like the Oh, I'm using them to stack my computer on actually right now, but I have like the, the pre-copies and like the proof copies. I've had four or five proofs that I've gone through and like checked at and send them to reviewers and all sorts of stuff like that. So are you, are you going to get like a case when they, when they get published, like for everybody, like, is there going to be like a box or a case sent to you or? Yeah. Yeah. So I'll get that and I'll have like the, I mean, it'll be a hard copy book with all of that. And I'm, so stoked like i just and i've only had like the uh the paperback copies that i've been sent so far just like the proof so i have not actually seen or held or smelled the hard copy uh version i hope when you open that box when you get it you have somebody to record you doing it because i heard it's like one of the most greatest experiences when you open that and see your work like that like published like that so that sounds like a tiktok to me (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to have to. I can't, I'm just, I can't wait. I'm so excited. And with the book, which I thought was kind of cool, if you download the book, you get a free download of the song that's going to be coming out here soon called Send Me to the Grave. Um, and it's, I mean, that song will be released to the public come New Year or whatever. But if you want to get it ahead of time, if you download the book, you get the song. So, and you wow. get it for free. I like it. So it'll be a free download with the book. Uh, so that's kind of another little perk to downloading um but then after the hard copies have been released then we'll do digital so it'll be on amazon and mm-hmm. where you can get your ibooks or wherever it is that people yeah books. Now, think- now, speaking of like publishing and such do you ever have an interest of signing on with like some kind of publishing deal whether it's music or anything else oh yeah i it i do uh it just has to be one that's a good fit i think i love writing stuff i write even jingles for people i've written people's wedding songs and stuff like that very Uh, cool so i would love to sign with somebody it's just a matter of finding a good fit where Mm -hmm. they value your work and not so much our creepy individuals (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah I mean, our last our last person that we uh, interviewed, he he was just signed by Big Yellow Dog Music, and um, and I'm thinking they're listening right now. So if you if you like them, you know, feel free to give a shout out. And uh, <laughs> oh yeah, so all right, good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, but yeah, no, I think I always wonder about that because you know some folks prefer not to be signed by some type of label. Uh, they prefer to stay independent and, um, yeah, I guess that's not you though. No, I, so when I was signed, I loved the opportunity that it opens. It just, it depends on what the deal is. If they're going to advance money or put money into it and put money into helping take that product and get it in front of audiences and really get it licensed and get it, mm-hmm. uh, you know, distributed to where it's not just something that I can do yes, please, by all means, take that off my plate so that I can work harder and focus on the music. Mm -hmm. But if it's a deal where it's like, yeah, they're not really going to put any money into it, but they still want royalties. I'm like, okay, well, then why am I splitting this with you if I can do this? And you're you're not helping anybody else that I couldn't have done. So, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I really would love that. And when I got dropped by my label, I say dropped by the label, when I parted ways with my label the last time, it was primarily because my sponsors, I had had sponsors that came in, my label did not front any money or any funds to advance anything. So when I was touring, I had to finance that out of pocket. When I was, uh, you know, booking shows, I had to do that all myself, or I could pay for the manager or the publicist. And I was like, you know, I can, I can do all this myself. 
and if my sponsor is paying you to do the service that, and I, it just, it was a lot. And then one of my sponsors didn't want to work with me anymore because they had gotten, uh, their son was big into NASCAR. So they were like, listen, we just don't need an artist to push our name anymore. We're going to sponsor our son because now he's a NASCAR. Uh, the label was like, okay, well, we don't, I'm like, well, so are, are you going to help with this? Are you going to help get sponsors or do I still have to do that? And then I was like, you know what? Yeah. It's just, it's not a good fit. No. So I would love to sign. I mean, I, I do. I know some people who have incredible publishing deals, who have great record deals, who, you know, can't say enough good things about them. But then on the other side, I know people who are, you know, in debt up to their eyeballs mm. because they signed with the wrong label and yeah, they and raking them over yeah. the coals and such. So, yeah. yeah, well, it sounds like you have a very good insight and intelligence when it comes to the music industry. You sound like you know exactly what you're talking about, and what you're doing and how it's supposed to be done. Um, and I guess that's why I was kind of asking, you know, if that's something you would prefer to do, just do it all on your own. But um, no, it makes sense, you know, that, yeah, why not have someone else do the dirty work while you do all the fun <laughs> singing and yeah. uh, performing part of it, right? Well, and I mean, I I read a lot. I've studied a lot. I want to know what I'm signing before I sign it or sure. what I'm getting into before I sign it. And I mean, I'll, I, I work very, very hard and I don't think that if my work ethic isn't matched, then it's not worth it. Mm -hmm. if, if you've got somebody who's like, yeah, you know what, we're, eh, we're lukewarm about it. I'm like, well, then right. this isn't the right fit because I'm out here, you know, grinding and I want somebody out there grinding as hard as I am. Cause then you can really move something forward. Mm -hmm. But if you've got someone who's just sort of on the fence about it, or if, you know, a lot of, uh, like, publishers or I say distributors, uh, they want to have their own publishing company as well, which is cool. And it's like, yeah, that's a great feature that you can offer, but they don't do anything for the artist aside from collect more royalties. And when you sign with their publisher, you're sure. actually just giving more royalties to them. And it's not, I'm like, I'm not going to name names with the company or anything, but there's a very uh, big distributing company that also has a publishing company, but they don't actually get your songs placed in anything. So mm -hmm. even though you may have signed with them, I've got people who are like, oh, no, I have a publishing deal with this person, you know, this company. I'm like, no, you don't. You just they're collecting more of your royalties because they're not placed in commercials. They're not placed on TV shows. They're not placed or put in front of anyone. And no artists are cutting your song because right. it's not really a publishing company. It's a collection company. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Royalties. Okay. Uh, collection company yeah, not, not quite like that but you know what i mean I, yeah we it's, know it's it's, <laughs> so, uh, uh, it's it's all about finding the right fit but i mean it's like that with definitely. everything and every, any business is going to be like that mm -hmm. yeah it makes sense all right um so yeah kendall uh, thanks for your time this evening um so kendallphillips.com you can go there you can find links to all your social media on there you can find the uh the book you can order the book from that website you can find all the Christmas music, uh, the EP you have there. Um, and is that, are you going to have links to the songs when you release them too in the new year? Are they going to be on yes. there as well? Yeah, okay. So there are so, Spotify, Pandora, iTunes, uh, you know, anywhere that you can listen to music. I think even your Xbox, you can listen to Yeah, you can. <laughs> uh, um, and we look forward to a, a book signing at your city of Sunbury, you know, maybe sometime uh, and maybe we can go. come... Uh, <laughs> Come visit. There you go. I'll just bring my key. I'll just start letting myself in. <laughs> That's how there you go. And if they have a problem with it, you just shock them with the cane. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Perfect plan. That cannot fail. Exactly. That won't get me arrested at all. <laughs> That's right. It's like, hey, I got the key. Come on. Right? <laughs> uh, I just now I'm laughing, imagining if I actually did that. <laughs> oh, my. So, uh, yeah. So as I was saying, yeah, you can find her on Facebook at Kendall Phillips Music, on Twitter at Kendall Music. Uh, you can go to our YouTube page, Kendall Phillips. Um, all If you want to kind of quick uh, plug your, your book sites again real quick too, like your pages oh. on your book. Yeah, the book is letterstothekingus or on Instagram, it's just LTTK book. And same with Facebook, LTTK book for Letters to the King. Okay. But thank you 
guys so much for having me, Troy and Howie. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, this it's was been... a lot of fun. And uh, the only thing I'm not too happy about is you didn't remember me from the time in Nashville. So. <laughs> I am so sorry about yeah, that. It's all if, good. If it's, it's all good. I, your face, it's, I, you know, I'm sorry I forgot it. It's, I won't forget it now. Okay, I appreciate it. <laughs> but yeah, thank you again. And uh, it was a lot of fun uh, chatting with you. And I think there's a lot more to cover with you and maybe sometime in the near future we can uh, have you on again and and uh, talk some more i would love that i would absolutely love that thank you yeah not a problem come on baby let's stay under the covers there's nothing that important to do today now all right, and we are back from the interview. So, what'd you think, Troy? I thought it was fantastic. Um, yeah. A lot of insight, a lot of things I would have never known. Um, you know, a lot of things I learned about her that just, you know, really surprised me. The uh, the whole Tourette's thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I never would have guessed that. And um, you know, I hope hope she gets better with, from this knee injury that she had. Oh, I know. Able that's, to start performing again. It's I know. Gotta be I would, I would, at her. Yeah, because honestly, that's her money maker. Really, when you think about it, she's yeah. got to be up on stage and doing her thing. And um, I mean, she seems very intelligent when it comes to the knowledge of the uh, business itself. And uh, so, I think she knows what she's got to do. And uh, I'm I'm really hoping that this book really. Uh, lifts her to another level you know agreed and 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 it's good that she's getting into these other platforms in case you know god forbid she wouldn't be able to get back up on stage yeah um that she's getting into the uh the writing of books and uh you know i'm thinking that she could even probably still you know write songs and possibly even um and model at that point yet too depending on certain things um so yeah um KendallPhillips.com, Facebook, Kendall Phillips Music, Twitter, at Kendall Music, YouTube. Obviously, search for Kendall Phillips on there. Mm-hmm. And we, we stated she has a milestone birthday coming up. Uh, smack dab right in the middle between Christmas and New Year's. <laughs> um, but she'll be turning 29 for the second time. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Still looks amazing, though, so she doesn't have anything yeah. to worry about. No, um, she's doing great. Yeah. She looks great. Yeah, um, definitely. And a lot of fun to talk to, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Very laid back. Um, I like her attitude. I like her mindset. Uh, and, yeah, she's she's just looking to continue to move forward. And, uh, by the way, she's a pretty decent baker for what we understand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she, she loves her cookies, you know, as that's we right. stated there. Uh, and um, we didn't really get into it too much, but on the website, it lists her three favorites, red velvet, chocolate chip, and snickerdoodle. Yeah, right? <laughs> you ever have a snickerdoodle? I have. Uh, they're not my favorite, I can tell you that. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're okay. Uh, but they have like a cinnamon slash like um, kind of, I don't even know, almost. There's something else in there too, right? Yeah. Almost, is it almost like a peanut butter or something? I, or? I was just going to say, it's almost like a gel-like texture yeah. to it. Um, and I think that's the reason why I don't like it. Uh, but I, but I'm definitely a chocolate chip fan and red yeah. velvet. I can go for that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not too much of a red velvet fan myself. Uh, chocolate chip. I mean, that, that's kind of you can't really miss with that. No, one, can you? no, yeah. <laughs> no. Not unless you don't like chocolate. <laughs> well, that's true. This is true. So, but yeah, um, great, great interview. Great person. Uh, I'm hoping that we can stay in touch and uh, and talk with her some more because there's so much more we could have dove into, but. Um, but yeah, it was fun. And don't forget to visit our website for the free Christmas EP. Um, there's seven songs on there that you can download. And, um, you know, she's asked, she's not asking that you pay for it, but um, there is a spot on her website where if you'd like to donate to help uh, recover some of the costs that it took her to, you know, make that album, that would be great. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of different ways you can do it. I think I saw a Venmo on there. I think I saw a PayPal link. Okay. Um, so, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, and also, by the way, uh, don't forget. Um, well, I shouldn't say I shouldn't say don't forget because this is all brand new. But uh, <laughs> um, we are now starting a uh, YouTube page, and uh, we're going to start playing the actual interviews with our um, our um, guests. Yes, yeah. So uh, look forward to that, and uh, we'll have to throw up a link to that. But all you got to do is just look up Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie on YouTube, 
and uh, it'll pop up. And uh, right now we just have uh, two of our interviews posted up there. And one of them is actually uh, Kendall Phillips and the other one is Brandon Davis, uh, which I th- to be honest with you, Brandon Davis is uh, who inspired me to do that um, because of all his TikTok uh, videos and uh, yeah. you know how he got started with that. So he was just like, you know what? Maybe we need to go into another genre of uh, of what we do. You know, I thought another platform. Kind of, yeah, another platform. Why not? Should it's, we open up a TikTok channel and start doing <laughs> dances and bad jokes and stuff? Howie, you know what? I think we should, Troy. I think we should. <laughs> there's there's a couple clips that we've performed here that we probably could have put on TikTok. Uh, yeah. I mean, you're probably not right. Like, if we ever get back to our "Where Are They Now" segment, right? Oh yeah, right. There we go. <laughs> yep, here comes Troy again. Where are they now? Yep. So, but yeah. Um, so, um, don't forget also her book, Letters to the King. I say her, I mean Kendall Phillips. Uh, her book, Letters to the King. Uh, the pre-order just stopped on Friday, but um, I don't know the exact release date of the book. Do you know, Howie? I don't know. I don't remember if she told us that or not. Uh, um, but anyway, be on the know. lookout for it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Letters to the King US is the website. Um, I think there's links on her page as well if you want to find it there. Yep. Um, and it, and it, the book has its own social media platforms as well too. And I think she said most of them are like LTTK or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And uh, okay. yeah, basically, yeah, just look it up. And also, we'll probably, I'm sure, we'll post it when we absolutely when we see it. So we'll hook her up as well uh, on yeah. our Facebook page and so forth. So. Yeah. yeah, so be on the lookout for that. And with that, if you if you do buy that book, you get the um, the song. Well, I guess that you're gonna hear now. Yeah, exactly. It's so. called "Send Me to the Grave," and uh, I guess we'll close out the show with this, Troy. And uh, once again, it's yeah. "Send Me to the Grave." Uh, it's not yet released, so this is all brand new. You're hearing it for the first time. It's free with the purchase of the book, and then it's going to be available on streaming sites. So uh, until next week, folks, uh, stay tuned and uh, enjoy the song. Enjoy the song when it comes on, that is. <laughs> there it is. Honey, I knew I loved you. Avenue you're listening to us on, Google, Apple, Spotify. Uh, please subscribe, share, rate, and review. And until next week, stay tuned. <laughs>